Hello, I'm Tara Ruckman. And I'm Stephanie Howe, and we are Control the Chaos EDU. Are you burnt out? Are you feeling frustrated or overwhelmed? Or maybe it's the opposite, and you're a go-getter and want to level up. Then it's time to dive in with real talk and solution-focused conversations. Hello, and welcome to today's um, Control the Chaos Conversations. We're going to be talking about personality tests and the pros of them when it comes to taking them. Um, I became obsessed with them, I think, right before COVID. It was like the day that we were all about to go um, virtual. (laughs) It's the day that I remember getting really into these personality tests And there was a bunch of us, I think it was like our coping mechanism, like, I don't know what to do right now. So let's just take personality tests to see how we all like deal with this type of situation. Uh. Yeah. And it was really interesting to me. And as I started to take these tests and really start to explore and learn more about them, the more I learned about myself and the way that I relate to others and the way that I should respond to others. And it has just grown me as an individual. Um, because before I, I was very focused on my needs and my wants. And so when I would start a meeting, because I'm so like gold focused, which we'll get into, I was just like, we got to get going and we've got to get right to the point. And there's people that aren't like that, which I know is shocking, right? Like there's people out there that aren't like me. <laughs> you know, that- I think about personalities. I'm like, I'm a type A personality. I'm a type B personality. I'm a type C personality. Like, that's like really what people go to before the Mm -hmm. colors because it's really been around so long. I mean, type A, B, C, D personalities has been around since 1976. So, over the years, there's been so much development and different types of personality tests that there's so much thoughts behind what these look like. Like the type ABC was actually discovered by a cardiologist, which is so crazy to me. It doesn't even make any sense. Like how does a cardiologist think about personalities? But that just in his thing, like you're obsessed with it. He must have been obsessed with it because it doesn't even make sense in my head. But like, I'm always like, I'm a a personality, the overachiever, the go-getter, like the person that like really wants to be in control. um, And that like, that leadership. So when I think about that, I'm like, I'm a type A personality. And you're like, I'm a type gold personality. And it's always surprising when you do the test, but then like when you're done, you're like, heck yeah, that's like spot on. Like that totally makes sense now. And I can really see it. So. And what was also funny. So when I first got introduced, I was really just focused on myself um, when it came to personality tests, because I really knew myself. I didn't understand other people, I think. And so I really just kind of started with, um, I think I took like the 16 personality test, I think is like what I took. And that is a lot of personalities. And so then I had a friend, Stephanie Rostein, 
who the during the summer, she does something with her students and it's called the true colors test. And I went to her session and that's when I started to understand other people. Because I think when I first started getting into personality tests, it was too much. I was like, there's 16 personalities. Some of them have like all these different strength finders has so many different things that I'm like, I don't think I can memorize all these different people and all these different types. And so what Stephanie Rossi did is she made it really simple by four different colors. And what they are is there, um, you need to go back and watch the video if you have not seen her video. It's really good. But basically there's gold, green, orange, and blue. Golds are your detailed oriented people. They are punctual. They are um, making sure everything is in order. They are your rule followers typically. Your greens are those people that are asking questions. They're always kind of looking at data, asking the why of things, and they're always like researching. They're usually pretty calm as well. And then there's the oranges. The oranges are the charming people. They can wing it. They make me really upset because I'm like, I've worked hours on this presentation. And then I talk to an orange and they're like, I didn't do any prep work. I'm just going to get up there and do it. And they do a fantastic job. Like, like they make me so angry sometimes. Um, and then you've got your blues who are the mediator. Typically they don't like conflict. They usually can see both sides and they're also very people oriented. They're always asking you how they are. And so when she went over these four type of personalities, I was like, I can memorize four different types and put people kind of in those boxes. And then as I continuously learn different personality tests or styles that people have put out there, you dig deeper into each of those different personalities. But for me, as a gold, I was like, okay, we got a to-do list. We got to get it done. And we got to get it done as quickly and efficiently as we can. And when I started to work with different people that might have been a green or a blue or an orange, I was able to kind of slow down. And for my blues, I was able to say, how are you? Or I started to put pictures of my family in my newsletters because I didn't realize that that mattered to people. And what's interesting too, is now that I've done that, I have people stop me that typically don't stop me or have asked to work with me because now they have an insight of my personal life. They're like, oh, I can relate to Stephanie because she has two boys or she has a family and she's she's crazy at home or whatever. Um, so I was able to connect with those blue people like never before. And before I started to do that, I, I did kind of struggle with some of those personalities because they weren't able to make that connection with me. Where those oranges, um, I taught a lot of those kids in summer school. I made my students do this test and a lot of them were that orange color and they're the wing it type of kids. And so I learned to work with those wing it type of people and try to make more incitement and uh, engagement in the learning. So adding that game base or adding spontaneous moments in the lesson can really help those students as well. And then those greens always providing the why. Uh, so I've got a, I've been able to use that knowledge and it's pushed me to research um, different strategies that I need to be a better educator and to know why am I doing something and what is that focus? Um, so those are like the four colors. And then from there, there's so many other personality tests that you can explore and do. And I feel like they're great because they just take your knowledge of yourself deeper and others. Um, but I just love that one the most because again, it's four categories. It's easy to understand. It's easy to implement as well. And it has a lot of similarities to that type ABC. CD personalities when you kind of link them together. 
Um, and as you were talking, I looked up how, what was the relation between the cardiologist and the personality test because I needed to know, like I knew that it was something, but I didn't know what the link is and it seemed weird. So here's what I found. Type A personality who is prone to stress um, had more cardiac issues. Type B personality that's laid back had less likely to have cardiac issues. Um, and type C and D personalities have been expanded um, and described as lesser cardiac issues as well in different areas and different emotions and had some like different type of things thrown in there with being anxious or depressed. So like as I'm reading through this, I'm like that completely makes sense, right? Because you're definitely the way you carry stress, depending on the way your personality could, you know, increase your heart rate, decrease your mm -hmm. heart rate, the way that you handle stress. So as I'm looking through this and like connecting it to the cardiologist piece and your health piece, I'm like, I'm really kind of the combination between a type A and a type B, because I am kind of that overachiever and go-getter. But in the type B, I have some of those positive situations and I'm able to kind of carry stress pretty well. So if I kind of c combine those things, I'm kind of like the cross between a type A and a type B personality. But it's very, it's very interesting when you start getting into it. Um, and you were talking back to like skipping back. Sorry, I had to get that out there because I looked it up while you were talking. Um, the way other ways that we have used that, which has been a pro for us, is we actually had, I worked with an admin um, in one of our buildings and we kind of put together like a basic, like we didn't go through the whole entire personality. We just kind of gave those descriptions and gave her like a, sh gave a shortened version um, to one of our TBT teams in the building, our teachers based teams. And we also did like a, a building leadership team. And what we did is everybody had their color. And when they had their color, then whenever there was something that we needed to collaborate on or pair and share or work on together, you could either, you could pair people by their colors. Like I know that like a gold and whatever color, they might have to work together this time. And then maybe the golds have to work with a different color the next time so that you get that like mixture of working with different personalities because we all know that like our students work together differently but we always don't have like a gold and a gold together or a gold and a blue together or whatever that mixture looks like because you want to be able to to mix it up and get those different personalities because when you think about it this is really a life skill right like our students are going to go to work, and this is what I see as a real pro of um, personality tests, is that our kiddos are going to go to work one day, and we're prepping them to work with people with different personalities. You're, you're going to go out into the work field, and you're going to navigate a life with all different types of personalities that you come across. So teaching them to work with different personalities and recognize, okay, this person is a gold or a type A personality, not necessarily that you have to 
you know, assess them, but like getting kind of like the overall, what is they, what, what are they like? So maybe this is how you approach the situation. It definitely can change your response to people based on knowing kind of some of their personality traits. Yeah, it definitely has helped me respond better to people um, to provide any clarity that they might need or that wing it type of personality. Um, but there's also um, some research when it comes to feedback. So when you are looking over students' work, a gold needs you to stay true to your word. They have read that rubric. They know exactly what you are looking for. They know <clears throat> all the point values. They know exactly what is on that rubric. And if you change it, they're going to get really upset with you because they remember everything. And it's true. Like I've, I've had that conversation before. Um, and then they are very detailed. So you want to share details with them and you want to make sure it's structured. So when you are giving them their feedback, stay true to your word and kind of make sure everything is structured. Now the greens. The greens need you to ask them questions. So why did you put this in your writing? And try to ask them different questions to kind of help them explain their thinking of what they were doing. So me just telling a green, hey, you did this, I need to reword it into a question. And again, when I'm responding to people and I know they're a green or that they like um, to research or know the why of things, I will. I will start my coaching cycles with a question for them. Like, okay, well, why did you try that? Or why did that not work? Or why did you think this happened? And again, it changes the tone of the lesson or of the coaching cycle with that student or with that teacher or with that person, rather than them getting upset that I'm like, here's the rubric. Why didn't you follow it exactly? Like I am able to have a more of a conversation with them. And I'm able to also have that clear purpose and share any information with them too. The oranges need you to get to the point. They don't want all the fluff. They want you to get straight to the point. They also want you to make it personalized to them and relevant. So when you're talking to an orange, you want to say their name and you want to make sure you're able to kind of quote what they did exactly in your feedback. Because again, it's all about them when you're talking to an orange. And then the blues, they need those check-ins. So you might just start off with, hey, how was your weekend? What did you do? How's your family? And then after that, go into the feedback. And typically with a blue, a feedback sandwich it's a lot better than just giving them the feedback. So with the feedback sandwich, it's the positive, the feedback, and then the positive. And you need to have a relationship with a blue in order for them to really take in your feedback. Um, so again, all of those different types when it just comes to feedback, and when you're able to respond to the different people and how they take feedback, you're able to really grow that relationship and grow what they are doing um, because again, it's not about me as a gold. And so me taking that rubric saying, you're not following the rubric is going to make other colors really upset. And so when I go from it through a question or through that feedback sandwich or through um, making it very relevant to somebody, then I'm able to move the needle a lot faster. Okay, there's so many things that we talked about as pros, right? Changing our reaction, um, maybe connecting people differently because now they have a connection with you because of the personality, um, grouping people together, grouping students together. So we have so many positives, um, but in our episode, it's pros and cons of personalities test. So what is a con? Because right now, 
the only thing we've identified is pros. And that's kind of the only thing I'm seeing out of it right now. And I can't off the top of my head recognize any cons at this moment. Yeah, my con, I think, is sometimes I will use it as an excuse like, oh, that's just who I am. So you're going to have to get over it, you know, but just because you're that type of personality doesn't mean you're that's fixed. It is growth. Um, for example, for me, I really reflected on how I was struggling to relate with the blue personality because I don't ask how people are. I didn't post about my family or share personal things um, until I learned about personality tests. And then I realized how important that is. And people actually do want to see my kids like that was like mind blowing to me. I'm like, people really do care about my life. Um, and so when I was able to do that, what? I said, yes, people care about your life. They, they do. They, do. they don't care about my to-do list, right? Oh, um, no. no. <laughs> you know what your your to-do list is. Yeah, they don't care that I get stuff done. <laughs> um, but it was just funny to me because then I was able to take that knowledge and really grow from it. Rather than just saying, oh, I'm gold, I don't need to ask people how they are. Like, that's just how I am. You could become fixed minded like that if you wanted to. You know, you can say, okay, I am that color, but really you can be growth about it as well. And you can say, hey, I want to relate better to those blues. So I need to step out of my comfort zone and share a little bit more about me, um, even though that's really uncomfortable and really weird for people to listen to me talk about my kids for five minutes. <laughs> um, but again, it's, it's, looking at it kind of that way, but you could look at it as a negative of just like using it as an excuse. And there are days where I say like, oh, that's just who I am. They're going to have to get over it. But really you need to use that as a growth moment when you do know all these different personalities. <laughs> I thought of another con while you were talking. Okay. Sometimes people don't have the buy-in on the value of personalities mm -hmm. and they're like personalities. That's not really important. I don't really have time for that because we know Time is a barrier in our classrooms, right? Mm -hmm. Time is a barrier. Time is something we never get back. So in anything we do, time is a barrier. But when you're thinking about like, why would I want to take the time to do that personality testing and review that with kids or go over it? Um, but there are so many things that come out of it. So I think that definitely is a barrier when we start talking about personality so finding ways to kind of maybe put it within your curriculum versus doing it in isolation. Maybe you could take the personality test and you could break it down and almost do like a question a day and log it and kind of like do 21 days of personality testing where you've broke broken it up and you've also then added some observations with the questions so that it's not like something that you just say, okay, I need an hour to sit, do these assessments, talk about the reviews, and then look at the results. You could say, I can take five minutes for the next three weeks and integrate it within some of my classroom activities to get some of those an those answers from our kiddos to, to create that assessment. So that was just a, a random thought as we were talking about cons that I think sometimes our teachers feel like we have so much stuff. That's just another thing that I don't really have time for. 
Yeah. And sometimes through relationship, you can just point it out. Like I don't ask everybody that I meet to do a personality test, but just listening to them in the way that they respond in situations, I'm like, oh, they're this color because I've done my research on the different personality tests and it can just help. Another thing that we wanted to kind of bring up was um, introvert and extroverts, right? And this is important if you're a coach or a teacher or really anything, um, because when I'm doing trainings, if I know that I have a room full of introverts, I might want to do a lot more think pair shares. Where if I have a room full of extroverts, I want more probably discussion and I want to be able to provide them space to talk and get out their ideas because that's where their energy comes from. And so I think that's really important to consider as well when you are getting lessons ready or when you are um, preparing different opportunities. And you can even differentiate your classroom to make sure that every student is successful, no matter what personality or what type they are, by just kind of preparing it for every different type of personality that could be in that classroom. Great tips. Great tips. You are the personality guru before we started this episode. So in the summer, we were at a conference and somebody had made the comment to us, like, what is your thing, right? What, like, you, everybody has a thing that you're passionate about. And this is definitely Stephanie Howell's passion. Like, I can't even tell you the frequency of the amount of times that I have heard Stephanie talk about personality tests. And it could be something completely random. And Stephanie's like, oh, personnel. Oh, yeah, personality test. <laughs> you're gold. You're, you're this. They're, I could tell they're really that, like, by the way they were appro approaching the situation. So um, if anybody has anything to talk about, personality test about, reach out to Stephanie Howell because she is the boss with <laughs> um, personality tests. She is such a good resource and she's teaching me so much. So if you want to learn more, reach out to her and let her teach you. Your call to action this week is recognizing someone else's personality and maybe just adjusting your your approach to them based on their personality and see what that does for you. See how it changes. And as always, like, subscribe, and leave us a five-star review. And until next time, control the chaos. Thanks for listening to Control the Chaos EDU. Check out the description for show notes. We look forward to connecting with you on social media. Subscribe to the weekly podcast so you never miss an episode. Control the chaos until next time.